a new style of leadership is here. Are you ready? Welcome to the Inner Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Lois St. Germain, and I'm a 35-year corporate exec turned certified leadership coach. I've spent the past several years developing and coaching leaders as well as building teams. And one thing I've learned is you can't effectively lead others until you learn to lead yourself. This means eradicating all of the shit preventing you from knowing and embodying your authentic self. Together, we work on releasing and healing all of the shit holding you back. All of the conditioning and stories preventing you from being the truly amazing leader you know you can be. This starts with you. Your outer persona needs to match your inner beliefs. Through this alignment, you'll develop your own unique dynamism that will have people clamoring to work with and for you. A new era is emerging, and it is demanding a new way of leading, a new type of leader with a new style of leadership. I believe that person is you. Let's get started. Hello, friends. This podcast might be a little different than all of the previous ones. I had written out, like I do every week, like what I want to talk about um, in great detail and realized that in doing this, in having this perfectly curated um, script ready, that I was actually doing the exact thing that this week's topic was asking you not to do. And I was standing there making breakfast for my husband and um, this thought came into my head and said, you need to blow that up. That is not what they need to hear. They need to hear the authentic version, the freaky, kinky, version of you that you hide most of the time for fear of judgment or losing control. So this week, I was going to talk once again about alchemizing BDSM, right? That taboo world of kink with human design and gene keys. And you're probably thinking, like, how do you even put those two together, right? First off, you're making me really uncomfortable talking about BDSM to begin with. And then, um, you know, you're taking this, um, the the current most popular modality being um, espoused on the socials, and you're trying to put those two together, and it makes no sense, right? So in an effort to avoid judgment and to hold back some of the things that I would say to you if we were really good friends, like yesterday morning, it was really funny. I was chatting with my girlfriend on Voxer, like we do usually early in the mornings before our families are up, we're going back and forth. And my I told her, I said, I'm feeling restless. Like I'm feeling something, but I don't know what it is. And so her response, beautiful as always, is she's like, where are we going? Like, let's go. 
And I didn't know where we were going, but it was so exciting, right? And so fun to have someone that you can confide in, a confidant like that, where you can say, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing, but can you come with me, <laughs> basically? And then I, I responded with a question to her because she's a pretty Christian woman and she's also the breadwinner in her family. And I asked her, I'm like, how do you like embody submissiveness while still being the breadwinner, right? So having a good deal of masculine energy about her, right? And I asked because I was the same way or, you know, I was the breadwinner for many, 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 many years. Yet I'm trying to embrace this world of dominant, submissive relationships because I see it playing out in every relationship. And I know I've talked about this before and I'm going to keep talking about it until it registers with the majority of, <laughs> of the population, right? Because every relationship, even the ones we have within ourselves, takes on a dominant submissive dynamic in some way. And if we can learn to embrace that instead of shaming it or thinking that we shouldn't feel that way, then we're going to make so much, such a huge leap, right? In our, when you hear quantum leap, we're going to quantum leap in our level of consciousness, in our level of love, self-love, love for others, in business, in prosperity, like everything will come together in this beautiful union when we decide, we make the choice to love the parts of us that we've deemed unlovable or that society has deemed unlovable. And I've been working on this so much over the past few weeks with a shadow coach. And I told you I wanted to combine human design and this dominant submissive relationship or the dynamics of that and what it takes, what's really at play in that, um, in that role. And by putting them together, we can see our world shift right before our eyes. We become, well, we have magic in us as it is, right? We are constantly manifesting reality. Now, like we talked about last week with Carl Jung's quote of until you make the conscious, uh, I'm sorry, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule your life and you will call it fate. We try to hide all of those unconscious thoughts. We don't want to admit that we actually get off on our shadows, on our failures. Like if we didn't, they wouldn't keep repeating. So take 
Um, one of my, my core wound, like if you were to look at my gene keys chart, my core wound is struggle. And in the human design gene keys world, right, we're being taught how to embrace the shadow in order to alchemize it into the gift. And, um, now I've lost my train of thought on what my gift is from struggle is to um, perseverance, right? How can I, in order for me to become someone who perseveres in life, I have to allow the struggle. And in that allowance... I can either enjoy the pleasure of it or I can like wallow in the pain of it. Either option is available, but what mostly I've been taught to do is ignore it, pretend it doesn't exist, hide it from everyone, right? Let's say, um, we could be struggling in relationships. We could be struggling in finance, in our business, in our career, with our kids. Like there's a million ways humans struggle and we all pretend that we don't. So how can we create a relationship with each other, a, a mutual trust with each other to share our innermost fears, our innermost desires, if we don't have that ability <laughs> to create a trusting relationship because we're all hiding something about ourselves. Usually we're hiding a lot of things about ourselves that society or family or experience has taught us to view as bad, right? Air quote, bad. There is no such thing. <laughs> as good or bad. There just is. And the more we can embrace the things that we think are bad about us or flawed or our shadows, right? In the darkness, like just implicating that it's a bad or a negative, right? It's even saying that it's a shadow impl implies that it's a negative, right? It's a darkness. It's a bad. But if you think about um, when you're outside and the sun is shining, the brighter the light, the darker the shadow. Without that brightness of light, the shadow wouldn't exist, right? So it has to be there. Like we have to have it in order to have the, quote, good in our lives. And like I said a few minutes ago, we can either suffer through the pain of it and get to the, the light, right? Get to, for me, I can suffer in my struggle or I can find the pleasure through the pain of the struggle and alchemize that, compost that into perseverance. 
into strength, right? Most times we see our shadows as weakness, but they're really a strength because think about like in my example of struggle to perseverance, in order to become amazing at working through things and persevering through whatever life throws at me, I have to have struggled deeply. And why not admit that that struggle feels good? Like it brings pleasure because I know on the other side of it what that means. And when I repress that and I try not to feel it, it actually intensifies the pain of it to begin with instead of embracing that pain, which is where that whole um, dominant sub dynamic comes into play, right? The sub is through their own choice choosing to alchemize pain into pleasure, like all in that professional world, not the what you see on TV or porn, right? It's not about sex at all. It's about emotional intelligence. It's about curating the discipline within yourself to be able to hold that pain, right? Quote pain for me, the struggle to be able to hold that to the point that I'm aroused by it, to the point that it brings immense pleasure. And the moment that that happens, the moment that we fully submit to whatever that shadow is, is the moment that becomes like orgasmic and it alchemizes into the higher level vibration of, for me, perseverance, right? If I know that every opportunity to struggle that is presented and that I choose to embark on, right, because it is a choice, makes me stronger and able to persevere even more, eventually from there, right? Because there's actually three levels when you look at um, the Gene Keys. That perseverance eventually turns into, alchemizes itself even higher into honor. And what greater character could someone have other than honor? But I can never have honor And I can never persevere as long as I'm shaming the struggle, hiding the struggle, pretending it doesn't exist, not sharing it. I'm not saying go out and announce to the world that you're struggling, but you have to at least admit it to yourself and admit the pleasure, the the getting off on part of you that keeps that cycle repeating. Now, all of this is happening unconsciously, right? Our conscious ego is saying, this is bad. Like, 
we don't want to admit this, right? This means something's wrong with us. It's playing in the background unconsciously, whether you admit it or not. So you can either continue to be the victim of it, right? And hide it and shame it and repress it, thus amplifying it and causing it to, I always think about our shadows. When we try to repress or hide a shadow, it kind of throws a temper tantrum like a two-year-old. It is going to get noticed one way or another. I'm saying notice it on your terms. Don't leave it to its own (laughs) device to show up when it thinks it's not getting attention. Give it the attention. Embrace it. Love it. Get off on it. Alchemize it. Right? It'll never shift into the next level, a higher level, until it feels fully witnessed. So I'm asking you to start allowing those things to happen, like allow that vibration in your body for as long as it takes to feel your love of it, to not feel like the redheaded stepchild, right? Sorry if you're a redhead. I don't mean anything by that. Um, We have to like embrace this process. There is no other way. And sometimes it happens accidentally, right? Sometimes we get so tired and so frustrated from the fight that we just surrender out of exhaustion. And if you've ever noticed when you've done that, and then all of a sudden that thing that was so big that you couldn't get past almost like disappears, right? But we see that with fear a lot when we're afraid to do something and we build up this story in our mind that becomes so much larger than the actual act itself that we're afraid to perform that when we actually muster up the courage and do it, we're like, oh, well, that wasn't so bad after all. Like, what was I afraid of? Like, why did I wait so long? Why didn't I do this sooner? Right? How many times have you said that? That's what's happening. I'm asking you to consciously decide to make it happen so that you can progress to your next highest level much quicker, right? You don't have to be at the mercy of your unconscious um, actions, thoughts, feelings. You can actively seek them out and choose them on purpose in order to alchemize them. So I hope that this has landed It is definitely not the curated um, version that I had written out, but I do want to share, like if you go to um, genekeys.com, you can run your own genekeys chart. And in that, it tells you your primary shadows, gifts, and it takes it to a higher level that it calls the city, right? Which is really transcending. And most of us never get there. Like 
to me, I focus on, let me just get to the gift (laughs) and life will be freaking amazing. But I wanted to give you like some of the shadows that show up in my design so that you can see you are not alone. Like every human on the planet is hiding their shadows, is not alchemizing them into their gifts, is pretending that they're okay when they're not. And, you know, the other thing that you're going to see happen when you actually do this is you do become whole. Like, I know I'm always telling you, you're already whole, you're already worthy, because I know that you have those shadows in you. You ignoring them is keeping you from that feeling of wholeness. And the moment that you do put these together and love them all, you actually become whole. So anyway, this is turning into a really long podcast. Um, Some of mine are, my shadows are turbulence, conflict, addiction, dullness, self-obsession, desire, dishonor, and expectation. And on the other side of those, when I learn to allow those to happen and to love how they show up, even in their most opportune moments, I can alchemize them into humanity, diplomacy, naturalness, rapture, magnetism, grace, detachment, authority, lightness, all of those emotions, all of that life on earth experience is available to me on the other side of the shadows. You have your own unique group of shadows that you are here to alchemize. And I thoroughly encourage you to consciously seek them out so that you remain in the place of power with regards to the process, right? With regards to creating your reality. Because if you don't, if you continue to hide, repress, whatever, all of that, it's going to show up in your life in ways that you do not want. It's already doing it, right? Look around. Whatever is here, whatever you're experiencing, whatever patterns you keep repeating that you swear you don't want, it's your unconscious throwing its temper tantrum, trying to get your attention, just like your inner child when you were a little kid with your parents saying, love me, acknowledge me, embrace me. And the moment you do that is the moment that your life changes. So that's what we're working on this week inside of the inner power portal. So if you are not there, I highly recommend that you get there as fast as possible. There's a link in the show notes. I'll also link the Gene Keys site. And um, a lot of this I'm, I recognized in a book called Existential Kink by Carolyn Elliott, I think is her name. And I'll link that in the show notes too, so that you can um, check that out if you decide that you are ready to take this step and know that I'm taking it too. 
And I am here. If you need any support, email me, message me on the socials, whatever. I am happy to hold space for you to have this moment of growth. See you next week. If you are loving this podcast, be sure to check out the Inner Power Portal. It's a text membership that dives deep into the embodiment of the topics we cover here on the podcast. You'll receive daily embodiment messages Monday through Friday, including additional exclusive content, journal prompts, and embodiment exercises to help you dive deep into each topic so that you can fully step into your inner leadership. Sign up now at ipp.innerleadership.com. Dot com.